Welcome to A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. I'm your host, Juan, and this podcast teaches mental health professionals to cultivate curiosity and build ambition in their journey to starting, growing, and scaling a private practice. Let's dive into the episode. All right. How is everyone doing today? You know, that's um, probably one of my favorite questions. You are here today because you saw on the title of this episode, How to Market Your Private Practice. And I, and I think that's something that just about every clinician out there, you're going to raise your hand and say, yes, how do I market my private practice? How do I do it effectively? How do I make sure that if I am spending money in Google ads and Facebook ads, if I'm shaking hands, if I'm writing blog posts, doing YouTube videos, how do I make sure that that SHIT will work? <laughs> I'm a little bit excited today. I hope you are too. Before we dive into this episode, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day, getting to know me getting to know you know who Juan is and my wife Elizabeth and the private practice that we have in Greensboro, North Carolina, Santos Counseling, getting to know our story, you know, diving into private practice out of grad school and you know sharing your time, sharing your time with me with this podcast. I really just want to thank you. And I want to ask for a kindness, I want to ask for a favor. One of the ways that a podcast grows is through reviews and through um, subscriptions. So if you're able to, I would love it if you were to subscribe. Every week, you're going to get a heads up and someone say, hey, Juan's going to do an episode, or not Juan, <laughs> a counselor's journey to private practice has a new episode, and then you're able to listen to that right away. It gives you a heads up so you're not searching around for it. Number two, a review just lets other people know, hey, this is, this place has value. You're able to you know, go from stuck to addressing issues. So if you would do me that kindness, I would really, really appreciate that. And then I also wanted to take a moment to reach out to any clinician out there. You know, if you've got a story to tell, a journey that you want to unfold in front of a, an audience, reach out to me. I will break bread with you. I want to hear your story so that we can uh, have you as a guest here. Now, let's, uh, <laughs> let's dive back, right? Because you're like, all right, Juan, dive back into the episode. Let's talk about marketing your private practice. Now, I want to share with you I want to share with you that there's so many ways to market a private practice, and I like to start at a introvert or an extrovert. Now, I did an episode with, I believe it was Joe Sanic at Practice at the Practice, and we talked about, you know, being an introvert, being an extrovert, and really connecting with who you are at your core. Now, I know that I'm not talking about right now what marketing strategy to do. I really think it's important to really get to know yourself before you're going to dive in out there. I really would hate for you to be knocking doors in every physician's office or pediatrician office in your area, but then you know you're going back to your car after the meeting and you're sweating bullets and you're like, man, I hated that. I did not like doing that. That's where I kind of want to step back and I want to say, you know, your this is your journey of private practice. You are building this unique lifestyle where you get to say. This job is helping to create a beautiful lifestyle for me, a beautiful lifestyle for my family. And as such, the activities, the actions that you engage in should connect to who you are at your core. So whenever I'm providing consultation, I sit down with clinicians and I ask them, you know, what are you comfortable doing? What are your ideal ways to market yourself, to to share with people your story and how you can help? Some clinicians will say, hey, I am 100% okay with showing up and talking in front of 100 people on how to address issues in a relationship. Other people will say, yeah, that's not really my style, but but I feel really comfortable writing behind the scenes and writing a blog post 
and then sharing, you know, a message and how someone can, you know, address an issue. So today, you know, as you consider how to market your private practice, I really want you to think about that first. I want you to think about what am I comfortable doing and what marketing approach connects to my personality. Now, the first one, the first marketing um, tactic, if you will, uh, like the military, right, tactic, uh, the first marketing tactic is looking at Google. So Google is like this, you know, this place that everyone goes to. Um, and they go to there to search, and they search for businesses, they search for help, or they search for funny things, right? Um, like me, I like to plant, so sometimes I'll search for how to regrow basil. <laughs> Neither here nor there, but you get to know me. Um, so one of the things that I, I ask clinicians when we're doing consultation is, are you listed on Google? And then whenever you're listing yourself on Google, take time to fill out all the information they ask from you, you know, all the way from your name, your address, phone number, and then what you're going to see is, if you do it effectively, you'll be able to Google yourself and then you'll see what information pops up. And what you want is you want people who are going to go online, your potential clients or potential referral partners, you want them to have a really easy, easy process to, to reach out to you. You don't want them to have to search high and low to figure out where your private practice is at. So if you do it effectively and you Google your name, you should see your practice information, a phone number, maybe even a link there to this schedule, maybe some sublinks or headers on there uh, on the Google page that says, you know, here's the fees, uh, here's questions, uh, FAQ. Overall, you want to fill out that Google information so that it's, it's straightforward. And I'm going to make sure on the description uh, of this episode that you have that information um, so that you're able to just click it and, and, and see exactly what to do. Another area to look at as far as marketing your private practice is getting interviewed. It, it, it works tremendously because you get to put yourself in front of an audience. Now, there's many beautiful ways to get interviewed. You can get interviewed by being on a podcast, right? So you can reach out to me, say, hey, Juan, I want to tell people that I help couples that are, that are struggling, you know, couples that were dating and now they're engaged and they're living together. And they're like, oh, how do I deal with this person that I love? They leave a messy room and don't clean up after themselves in the bathroom, right? We don't want to get divorced, but we want to work through it. So you get on a podcast and, and on the podcast, you go over, you know, whatever your specialty is. But what's happening is that you get to do that. You get to be a guest on a podcast. You're donating your time for free, but you're showcasing. That means you're showing yourself to hundreds of thousands of listeners without you having to pay a tremendous amount of money for it. And I think, you know, there's, there's something special to be said there if you, if you are able to catch on, you know, um, catch the drift, if you will. Uh, another area to get interviewed would be you showing up at, let's say, a radio station, uh, television, the newspaper, uh, or a publication. There is a website, and it's called Haro, H-A-R-O, um, and you can, and, and I, think, I think it spells out Helper Reporter Out, so I'll make sure to post that as well. And what you do is you go on there and you subscribe so that you get their emails. And they send you emails. Now, in these emails, you're going to have a lot of different reporters just searching for things. You know, they may search for a counselor that helps kids that are struggling with anxiety. They may search for a clinician that helps um, recently divorced uh, individuals build their self-esteem and reclaim their life. So when you see all of these inquiries, think about which one connects to you. And then reach out to that reporter and say, hey, you know, this is uh, like if I did this is Juan over at Santos Counseling, I would love to, uh, you know, work with you on this topic. And I would go ahead and write my response to it. So I make it really easy for them. I write my response to it 
And then if they read it, if they like it, then what they're going to do is they're going to say, hey, this is awesome. And then they'll publish it on one of, the, on one of, on one of these major magazines or publication uh, websites. That's going to, again, volumize your name. And that's going to market you to the world just through that one article. And then let's just say that, you know, uh, it didn't work out. You know, they liked it, but they didn't love it. Well, now you have something that you can reuse and recycle. That information that you just wrote, that, that becomes a blog post on your website. That becomes a YouTube video on your YouTube channel, or that becomes a, a no, numerous amount of uh, uh, posts on your Instagram or, or Pinterest. So we're always thinking ahead. You know, we're always looking at how do I effectively utilize my time while marketing. Another area to look at. Hang with me. Anybody need a water break out there? <laughs> um, that's just, that's a little bit of humor here. Uh, another area to look at it is uh, speaking for um, businesses in your area or you know in your state, outside your state, uh, international. What, what you want to do is you want to be able to connect. I like to first connect with local organizations. So you know, reaching out to banks in your area, reaching out to health clubs like personal trainers in your area, reaching out to community colleges, maybe youth groups like the YMCA, they have a lot of youth groups there, or camps. Right now, I'm doing this episode of Summertime, so reaching out to camps. And I know COVID's in the air, but look for savvy ways to do it. You know, even a Zoom where you're speaking to a local organization. Now, yes, more than likely you're going to be donating time. And that, that, that comes at a cost because your time is of value. And you're looking at two things happening. One is you're marketing yourself to that audience and that could lead to referrals or someone in that audience can connect you with somebody else. So even if you go to, let's say, a YMCA youth camp, and that youth camp um, is for youth, of course, right? Duh. And you are a clinician that works with teens. Teens struggle with anxiety and depression. So you go there and maybe you do an hour presentation all about triggers, all about coping skills, and all about how parents can connect to their teen. So now you are providing support for the teen. You're providing support for the parents. So two clients there. And if it doesn't go well, at least there's information there that you can reuse in a blog post. Maybe you can videotape yourself while you're doing that presentation uh, or audio record it so you can reuse it. But overall, what that's going to do is it's going to place you and your content in front of a, a large audience. Um, and so far, if you notice, I've only been hitting on uh, free marketing approaches. I haven't hit on any of the paid ones. Now, the paid ones, they do work and they're effective. But let's just keep rolling on these free ones. Because I think whenever you're able to acknowledge how many options there are that you can, in a free way, market yourself, it allows us to, you know, take stepping stones before we set we start shelling out money. Now let's uh, let, let's let's go into the the other marketing approach. This one has a little bit more to do with utilizing um, one of my one of my favorite websites. Really, it's called Canva. Now Canva is this website that you can create designs, logos. Uh, flyers, newsletters, uh, blog posts, images, just a lot of beautiful um, products uh, on there or images on there. And some are free um, and some are paid. So the point of going to that website is for you to create um, flyers or just hard copy documents that you can pass out. This is where we want to look at being savvy. As my wife likes to say, she is a savvy couponer. And thinking ahead, thinking how one item can create, you know, uh, a domino or just a volume-like effect. So now let's think together. Let's imagine that, you know, we are a clinician that works with, 
families, families that struggle with communication, right? And the family wants to overcome that challenge. They want to be able to have healthy communication within their family system. So what we do is we create a flyer. And in that flyer, it's a sheet of paper, right? You go to Canva, you put beautiful designs on it, and then you put effective ways to communicate within the family system. So pretty straightforward. Really the same information that you would do in a clinical session when serving your client. So you put this now in that flyer. So, so far, you spend a little bit of free time, right? Your time, of course, is worth, is worth money, but you haven't paid anybody. And you're using the Canva material, which is also free. And then you shell out a couple of dollars there to print out some hard copies. And you could do that through like Vistaprint, companies like that, or other ones. Vistaprint, I like them. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty fair under pricing. So then once you have these flyers and they're hard copy, then you look at, you know, what's the audience? You know, what's the ideal audience that will utilize these effectively? You know, what can come to mind is a pediatrician's office. Pediatrician's office get a lot of children. They get a lot of minors. Minors have guardians. That equates to a family system. So then, you know, you just show up there and you say, hey, I have a free resource for families that may come to your office that are looking for ways to communicate. You show them the resource. And then what you're really showing them is you're showing them something that gets somebody from A to B. A is the problem they're having. We're having the problem of communicating. B is here's how we solve and address that problem. So you're, you're adding that value. And then someone sitting in that office, right, they're reading a magazine, they look over on the magazine rack and they see that flyer. And then they go, huh, let me check that out. And they pick it up and they read it and they fall in love with it. And they find it supportive. And they see your name on there or your, your business name, your uh, private practice. And that could lead to them reaching out to you. That could lead to them bringing that information home and sharing it with a friend or colleague. And that's how we have that volume-like effect, that domino-like effect. So, so far, you know, in this episode, we have shared some core strategies to market your private practice. And I started today with getting to know yourself. I started today with getting to know your personality, what you're comfortable doing. You know, if if you're going to wake up each day and you're going to market yourself, I really think that we owe it to ourselves to do it in a kind way, in a compassionate way, to make sure that we are enjoying the life that we're building. Because if not, it's just not going to be sustainable. And as clinicians, right, as clinicians, we all acknowledge that if we're waking up and we're doing something that we do not like, that's going to create a negative effect. And I'm not here to, you know, provide counseling, of course, I'm not here to do that. But I think, you know, that one's one that we're all able to, you know, acknowledge and understand uh, the profound effect of it. One last point before you head off that I want to share with you as far as marketing your private practice is a word that starts with C. And some of your other C, huh? Cooking, cookies, cookies. That sounds good. I'm hungry. No, not cookies, not cooking. Although now I'm like, hmm, that sounds good. Consistency, consistency. Some of these methods, you know, the like the one where you go to Haro, H-A-R-O.com, and they send you those inquiries of reporters looking for um, people to write for them, you may send one out. It doesn't go well. And then you kind of look at yourself and you say, well, hot dog, I just spent 30 minutes writing this article, and they, they rejected it. Don't let that weigh you down. Because what if you do 10, and on the 11th one, it's for... Huffington Post. It's for a major magazine, or it leads to um, a, a news reporter reading that article, and they're saying, "Hey, we we want to interview you," or it leads to a podcast. It could lead to something else. And there's a lot of stories out there from clinicians. For some reason, I'm blanking right now, um, but I do think uh, Joe from Practice with Practice shared when he did one, and it turned out pretty good. 
I know that I have a lot of experiences with writing for Hero. I think some of the blogs that I did um, ended up like at Fatherly, that magazine, and some other places. Um, I, I got a gig in, in the past where I was able to get interviewed by a local radio station, one of two jams, and talk about anxiety. And, you know, all that came through taking some time, taking some time to engage in free marketing where you are writing or you are presenting some sort of topic to an audience. As long as it starts with, you know, compassion, with that eagerness, with ambition, with curiosity, your marketing approaches are going to work for you. Thank you for spending time with me. Again, I would love if you're able to take a little bit of time to leave a review, share you know, your experience in this podcast, share if it's helpful, and if it's helpful, why it has been helpful. That helps me grow. Um, it helps me grow and helps me move forward in the right direction. In your journey of private practice, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please leave an awesome review and share this podcast with any counselor you think is working towards starting, growing, and scaling a counseling practice. Let's grow together in our journey. I'll see you in the next episode.